Greetings, this is Friday, November the 25th, and welcome as we close out another week of two minutes. Our text for today will come from the last book in the New Testament, Revelation, chapter 21, verses 1 through 4, where it says, Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God, and God shall wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Richard Baxter was a very effective pastor in England in the 1600s. His whole adult life was spent battling one disease after the other. He was harassed by a constant cough, frequent nosebleeds, migraine headaches, digestive ailments, kidney stones, and gallstones. He believed in supernatural healing and said several times he was returned to fruitful labor because of God's direct intervention. He said once that a cancerous-looking tumor in his throat vanished while he was in the pulpit, testifying to God's mercies in his own life. Yet bodily suffering was with him to the end, and he once said that from the age of 21, he was seldom an hour free from pain. One of the effects of of this suffering was to make him intensely conscious of how temporal his life is, and how inevitable death is. Once when he was 35, he was bedbound by one of his diseases and thought he would probably not recover. He began to meditate on the joys of heaven and the age to come in preparation for leaving this world. He focused especially on the hope of glory and began to write his thoughts. To his surprise, he recovered and his thoughts became a book entitled The Saint's Everlasting Rest. He took up the practice of meditating on heaven a half hour each day because of the powerful impact it had on his life. The Apostle Paul in Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 and 2 says, If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God, Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. In other words, the person who meditate and sets the compass of their mind on the glories of their eternal destiny in heaven will be set free and to live a fulfilled and abundant life here on earth. Many scoff at the idea of life after death. They ridicule a belief in heaven of eternal bliss and a hell of everlasting punishment, being convinced that our existence ends at the grave or that we reincarnate into another life form. 
The Bible reveals with certainty the fact that this world is not destined to continue as it is. In verse 1 of our text, the Apostle John says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Notice that John says that the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. This is a reference to the very first verse in the Bible, which says that in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. The word heaven in this verse is actually in the plural form in the original language. God created the heavens and the earth. Thus, it is clear that the heaven John is referring to is the atmospheric heaven, which has been marred by sin, disease, death, and ungodliness. It is this heaven and earth which will be destroyed and made new. In verse 4, John highlights some wonderful benefits we will enjoy as being citizens of this new heaven. Number one, no more tears. The shedding of tears is a unique human method of expressing emotions such as sorrow, pain, despair, and disappointment. It says that God shall wipe away all tears. If there would be any tears in heaven, they will be tears of joy. Secondly, no more death. All of us have an appointment with, with death. Death is the result of Adam's transgression in the Garden of Eden. Death is the wages of sin, according to Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. Death is the messenger sent to call the believer home to live in the presence of God or the unbeliever to live in eternal damnation apart from God. In heaven, there would be no need for funeral parlors or hospitals, for death will cease to exist. Thirdly, no more sorrow. Heaven would be a place of absolute joy. And number four, no more pain. Pain means bodily suffering. Pain interrupts the enjoyment of life. Pain teaches us one thing how feeble and dependent we are. And also, pain is something to remind us of the evil of sand. Pain will not exist but for the presence of sand. In heaven, pain will no longer exist. Heaven is a real place that has been prepared for those who will repent of their sins and trust Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. Don't delay. Decide today that heaven will be your future dwelling place. If you have not received Lee Strobel's book, The Case for Heaven, please forward your mailing address to my email, jhugie1947 at yahoo.com, and I will be We'll be more than delighted to forward a copy to you. May God bless you and may you and your, your family have a safe and an extraordinary weekend.